You are about to embark on a journey. A journey where your worst fears become reality. A journey where hell is not below us, but amongst us. Don't be afraid, relax, and take a seat while I open the box of horrors. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Box of Horrors. My name is Israel Johnson, and I'm your host. It's getting pretty chilly outside over here in St. Louis, and uh, it'll be October pretty soon. Uh, I think today is the last day of September. Let's see. Yep, look at that. Tomorrow will be October 1st. This episode will be airing October 1st. I love October. October is my favorite month because uh, Halloween is obviously in October and I love scary shit and ever since I was like a little kid it's always been my thing um so I'm excited it'll be Halloween and it'll get cold the cold uh doesn't really bother me too much it's it's that damn wind chill that happens around here uh that really gets under my skin, no pun intended. Dad joke, haha. Anyway, um, we're going to be reading a story by one of my favorite authors, Darcy Coates. It's titled After Closing. And uh, let's go ahead and check this story out. And let's see what's going on. I'll see you guys at the end. Soren woke with a snort. His neck hurt. The pain radiated down his spine and into his left arm. He sat up trying to figure out where he was and bumped his head on something hard. What? He glanced up and saw the underside of a scratched wooden desk. Familiar smells reached him then paper disinfectant and the tang from the sickly sweets kept in a bowl on the help bench and he remembered the library I was slipped under the desk to have a nap before going home what time is it Soren pushed the chair out of his way and he crept out from under the bench the lights were out and the library was deathly quiet he'd slept through closing he realized with a flush of mingled embarrassment and light anxiety. There's got to be a way to open the doors from the inside, right? I won't be locked in here until morning, will I? He got to his feet and cringed as pins and needles shot down his leg. He held still, one hand grasping the back of the chair, the other resting on the desk where his school books were still stacked. While he waited, for the blood flow to return to the limb. The librarians mustn't have checked the library very thoroughly before going home. I was well hidden under the desk, but there was no way they would have missed me if they tried to take my books. A scratching sound drew Soren's attention. Something was moving near the back of the library. He frowned and crept forward to see around the nearby bookshelf. There shouldn't be anyone else here, not at this time of night. 
As he leaned forward to see around the shelf, Soren caught a glimpse of a small figure crouched near the back of the room. It seemed to be digging through the small bin in the corner. Soren stared at it, mesmerized, and unable to comprehend what he was seeing as the figure's dexterous limbs moved. It was bone thin and naked, and though it was hard to see with only the backwash of the streetlights filtering through the library's window, he thought its skin was gray. The being in the corner of the room suddenly stopped its rummaging. Its head swiveled the neck spinning past a normal human's range to face Soren. He caught a glimpse of a red-pink eyes behind strands of long, greasy black hair. Then he ducked out of sight and pressed his back to the shelf as his heart thundered in his ears. What was that? It's not human, that's for sure. He held his breath and listened. After a moment, the faint scratching sounds resumed. Maybe it didn't see me, maybe it's blind. Against his better judgment, Soren edged closer to the edge of the shelf and carefully extended his head forward to see the corner of the room. The bin was still there, but the creature had gone. Soren's mouth dried as he pulled back again, cold sweat built across his torso. I've got to get out of here. He was near the back of the library. The entrance stood two dozen paces away, past the help desk. Soren, moving as quietly as he could, turned to grab his books. The creature stood directly behind him, within touching distance, its huge red eyes framed in heavy shadows. Soren froze. He opened his mouth. Whether to speak or scream, he wasn't sure, but no noise escaped him. The being's eyes narrowed and it reached toward him. The fingers were far longer than they had any right to be, with at least five knuckles each. They ended in sharpened claws and Soren felt as though his heart might explode as they stretched towards his face. He jolted backwards without realizing what he was doing and hit the library shelf. His feet skidded out from under him and Soren grabbed at the shelves as he topped the ground. His weight was enough to pull the heavy structure free from its bolts and bring it crashing down on both himself and the creature. The books poured from the shelves as it fell and Soren caught a half-second glimpse of fury blazing in the monster's face before it was smothered. The bookcase landed on Soren's leg, which was still numb from when he'd fallen asleep and he grunted through his teeth. Get up, idiot, run! Soren pulled his legs out from under the books, gained his feet, and staggered towards the library's door. He thought he could hear the skittering, clawing noise again, but when he turned, the room behind him was still, except for the settling pile of books. The library's doors had motion sensors to open them, but they'd been turned off at closing. Soren tried to wedge his fingertips into the gap between the doors and pull them open, but they wouldn't move. There has to be a spare key somewhere. 
Soren turned to put the doors at his back. He could see the fallen shelf's silhouette in the back of the room, but saw movement. Is it still there, under the books? Did I kill it? Soren's breaths came as thin wheezes as he moved around the help desk and searched knickknacks hidden there. In the darkness, his hands brushed over paper clips, erasers, pencils, pens, letter holders, and a glass still half full of water without finding any keys. He swore under his breath, then fell still as he heard the noise again. Like fingers brushing across paper, he raised his head to look over the top of the help desk, but he couldn't see any sign of motion or of the red eyes. His lips formed another swear word, but he didn't dare speak it. There's got to be keys. Got to be. Soren turned to look at the wall behind the desk, and then he saw it. A door set between the shelves had been left open. It seemed to be some sort of storage closet, though Soren didn't remember ever seeing the library staff use it. I'd be safe in there, I bet. I could barricade myself inside and wait until morning. Without a second thought, Soren crossed the distance and stepped into the room. Pulling the door closed behind himself, he fished his phone out of his pocket and turned it on to use its light. The glow was too dim to allow him to make out details, but what he could see made his heart freeze. A cot had been set against one wall with a bucket just below it. The cot had blankets and a pillow, but they were grimy with age. A single chair sat against the opposite wall, taking up the rest of the cramped room. It lives here? Why? How? Does one of the librarians own it and they let it out at night? Soren backed up against the door, struggling to draw a breath. I can't stay here, not in its home. I've got to get out. Even if I break the glass doors, I could use the chair. He opened the door, a crack, and edged out of the room, moving his feet in slow sweeps across the carpet to minimize noise, intent on the sliding glass doors. The sound, that faint crackle of nails on paper, came again, and Soren stopped. Every nerve in his body on fire, every hair on his arm standing on end. It's not coming from anywhere ahead of me, not behind me either. It's... He raised his eyes to where the creature clung to the foam tiles lining the ceiling. Its jaws opened into a vicious smile, exposing rows of sharp teeth. Then it let go, dropping towards Soren. All right, that's the show. I hope everybody enjoyed the episode, and I hope everybody is in the Halloween mood and in the Halloween spirit um, as we enter the month of October. Happy October, everybody, and I will see you next time on Box of Horrors.
Wish would.